Ghost tours. We love them, except when we don't. So what makes a great ghost tour and what just really, really, really sucks about them? Well, why don't we find out together? Hello and welcome to the Hoke Poke Pod, the show where we explore the strange and unusual. Really? We're just two idiots poking stuff we don't understand. So join us as we dare to ask the questions that nobody wants answered, such as, is lying okay for the sake of a good story? How cold is too cold to walk around slowly in the dark? And a ghost just big narcissists. I'm Erica. And I'm Emily. If you follow me this way, we'll head to the start of the episode. Like <laughs> 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 a tour. <laughs> So, tonight's topic is is ghost tours, the do's and don'ts. Um, and between us, we've been on a fair few. Mm. I probably couldn't put a number to it, but it'd be at least ten. <laughs> oh wow, I've been on two. Wait. Okay, so maybe no three. I've definitely been on m- maybe more than five. So eight-ish. That's ten. Let's round up. Oh my gosh, is that just in Australia or that's no? The world? That's international, baby. So we're talking ghost tours in Europe. And Europe. No, no, America. (laughs) I did one in America. Okay, so we are international. So when it comes to ghost tours, we're both obviously, um, I guess, have been on them. Mm. And we've both been on good ghost tours and some really, really bad ghost tours. And do you know what's interesting is that I'm a believer and I've been on less ghost tours than you have. Mm. And you're a skeptic or an on the fence. You're a want to believer. I'm a want to believer. As we have established. Yeah. Um. That yes, I, I really love the idea of a ghost tour, and I love them usually in person, except for those times when I really don't love them. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm always down for a ghost tour, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Slap my name on the list. Um, <laughs> okay, but but when it comes to ghost tours, if you're out there thinking about, hey, is this ghost tour for me? Whatever ghost tour it is, this is generic. We're going to apply this universally. Um, here are some sort of I guess, things to watch out for. And let's start with a positive. Let's start with a do for ghost tours. What's one of your things you love about it? What are the things that I love about ghost tours? Or what are the things that ghost tours should do is I really think it's practical that they send the skeptics in first to the really scary rooms because you'll always see the skeptics go, Oh, and it's like, <laughs> which is an exact, exact replication of the noise I made on yes. the ghost tour that we did last last week together. Yes, and it's like, why are you scared if you're a skeptic? What are you afraid of? Does so it- for you, a believer, this is kind of a moment of like, aha, which is why you like it. It's like kind of a righteous um, joy yeah. that you get on a ghost tour. It is because yeah. it's like, well, if you don't believe, then why are you scared to go in? Yeah, and that's a good question. Um as a, as a skeptic, um, I being called out in any group situation is not fun. That's so human. Um, going into a dark room in which you've just been informed was the location of grisly murders, um, even less so. Okay, so yes, but I feel like there's a do there in, in Ghost Tours that is get to know your audience too, I guess. Get to know who the skeptics are. I feel like that's – there's get always going to gonna be some. There's get always going to be some. group. Mm. And I think, yeah, that's a big one. If, but that's more if you're a tour guide, I suppose, that it's important for you to get to know the group. But that's a sign of a good ghost tour is when I they get to know people. I have never been on a ghost tour in which I haven't, by the end of it, 
had at least a very small conversation or nervous chuckle with one of the other mm. attendants. I feel like there's something about a group of people agreeing, hey, look, we're going to go and do this thing that could potentially get spooky or fun or whatever the vibe of the ghost tour is. Um, I think that's going to bond you. And that's good. You want that. You want that from a ghost tour. It's like a shared experience kind of thing. Yeah, you want to come away from it going, oh, I I at least had a conversation with this stranger in which we shared this experience that happened to us or had a laugh or something. Yeah. Uh, I guess an odd social aspect to ghost tours we haven't considered. It is, actually. It's quite a social (laughs) thing. So if you're a single looking to meet other singles out there. (laughs) Go on a ghost tour, guys. Try a ghost tour. I know. That could be legitimately good advice. Probably impractical and expensive, but delete all your dating apps you and just them. go on ghost tours. Ghost tours. Because you'll learn what other people are like scared as well, which is important, I suppose. It's kind of an insane start to a relationship. <laughs> it's extreme. It's gone from zero to 100 very quickly. So but then you yeah. can huddle together and... Romantic. I'm trying to match make here. I don't know. <laughs> Would you say that a ghost tour is a romantic setting? Mm. I'd say it could be. <laughs> Definitely has the potential. Could be. If be you're holding romantic. the lanterns that they give you, maybe well, that's romantic. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this going? <laughs> Dear Lord. This is being wildly off course. Um, I think it could be romantic, a ghost tour. It's dark. There's lanterns. That's- There's, we're talking about old dead people <laughs> rotting flesh rotting flesh souls are trapped in rooms okay yeah which i think it brings us to our, our second do of a ghost tour mm-hmm. it, it, it's got to be a good story mm. like it's all very well to get into a room and be told that someone died here and they were really old and now they just hang around mm. you want a good story you want something with a little bit of pizzazz maybe a twist maybe something a bit like unsolved about it you know what I mean? Like, seeing a ghost would be cool, but everyone wants to see, like, a cool ghost. Everyone wants to see a cool ghost. They want to, yeah. yeah, they want to hear about the cool stories. Like, you don't want to see the, like, ghost of, like, your neighbor Greg who died when he was 92. You know what? You want to see the ghost of, like, the woman who was drowned in the lake by her, like, sister who was jealous. You know what? You want, like, a story to it. Which makes more sense that that would that person would have a ghost rather than Greg who died when he was 92 in his sleep. Which would justify the fact that so many ghost stories are fascinating and there Mm -hmm. aren't those, well, there shouldn't be those stories of Greg who was died when he was 92. (laughs) Who's Greg? I don't know, but fuck him, (laughs) I guess. Take a stand against old Gregs. Um, Sorry, apologies to anyone who has like a grandpa. Oh, no. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, Maybe Greg is okay. Um, <laughs> where's our hotline at? <laughs> okay, when it, okay, this is when it comes to stories at ghost tours, because obviously that's what a good ghost tour should be—a collection of stories. Now, obviously, when it comes to the paranormal, there's only a certain level of provability that you're going to get with those stories. Mm. But historically, they should at least be. Based in reality. And I'd like to tell you a story about a ghost tour I went on. Um, This is interesting. I've been on a lot of ghost tours, but the very best and the very worst ghost tour was both right here in Sydney. Mm. Um, And this ghost tour was bad for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons was 
There was a few ghost stories. Uh, and they were, they were pretty good, fun ghost stories um, based on historical figures in, in the area. And it was really interesting. So, like, I didn't know this about this guy. Um, until you go home and you Google it and you realise that this guy never even had a wife named that or never had children and there was no, like, mass poisoning event at a festival in which five kids died of cholera. Like, don't <laughs> invent provable lies for a ghost story. My goodness. I think it's really, like, there's nothing being like, hey, I'm really into this story. This is so, like, interesting and fun and at the very least it's a good ghost tale and then getting home and being like, it's absolutely. It wasn't real. Provably untrue. What a waste of my time. Like, if you're going to make up a story, why would you base it on a real historical figure? Yeah. You know, just make it up. Be like, it was this guy who lived in this house and there's no record of it because he was just a farmer. Why make it like a real someone that you can Google? Because that's like, that's just bad planning. It's just poor, like everything, poor ghost touring. Just, it feels like a bad time for everyone. So I have a question for you. Yes. Is it, assuming that these aren't provable and you're not going to get busted, is it okay to lie for the sake of a good ghost story? Hmm. No. Not at all? Because if you're lying for the sake of a good ghost story, then you shouldn't be in the ghost tourism business. What business should you be in, though? Like if, if, I don't if, know, accounting? <laughs> <laughs> if you've got a passion and a love for really good horror stories, and obviously I would assume the majority of people who go on ghost tours are going to be like people like tourists, mm. people who are looking for a fun activity on a Friday night. Why wouldn't you sort of go, hey, I've got some really good ghost stories and it's it's entertainment in a way when you think about it that way. It is, but also there is enough real ghost stories in the world that you could easily go find them rather than making up some. Why? Well, the real question is why aren't they getting hired by the legitimate ghost places? <laughs> the place, why aren't they getting hired by the haunted locations that do ghost tours? Sounds like a them problem to me. <laughs> okay, so you absolutely, they have to be 100% true stories. Yeah, I, otherwise it's like, it's not a ghost tour. It's a, it's a fairy tale tour, I don't know, of sadness. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, as a skeptic though, I, I don't, I, I'm like, as long as I'm entertained and spooked and a good ghost story will spook you, then to me that's probably, I think the odds of me experiencing something on a tour uh, a lot less than me going, hey, I'm going to have a really good time and hear a really good story and get a little spooked and have a laugh. I mean, until Q Station. Until Q Station, which was this tour we went on, which um, it, was a, it was a long one, two and a half hours, but it was, they told us beforehand and then we knew it was going to be that long and it was good. It didn't, it didn't drag. And I, th- and I think another do of a good ghost tour is that you are moving around a lot to different places. Oh, you can't stand still too much because um, no. that's brutal anywhere. Art galleries, museums, you stand still, still too much, and that's it. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Um, you have to be moving on yeah. the move. That's what makes it fun because you're because li- most of them you're like it's, it's an adventure. You're yeah. walking around different places. It's not like you're standing in a room for an hour. Yes. It has to be fast moving and fast paced. Yeah. But – it, it also, I think, has to be an interesting location. Mm. Like, and I think it's kind of unfortunate because what if there was really good ghost activity in, you know, a, a middle-of-the-road, nowhere street? 
Like you're not going to be able to get people out there because even if you don't see a ghost, you at least hear some interesting stories and you're going to see the location of wherever you're going, which usually it's, it's the middle of this amazing European city or it's the rock Sydney or it's where we work. You station an amazing historical sort of buildings in which, in which even if you don't necessarily get a ghost experience, mm. you're going to be seeing stuff that you wouldn't necessarily see otherwise. That's true. As a regular tourist. So location, I think it's got to be a good location and it's got to fall back on the fact that if the ghosts fail, at least you had a nice walk. Well, I was thinking in a place, though no, you make a good point, in a place where it's really haunted but no one knows about it and you're not going to get people out there, is that more tragic than the haunting itself? Tragic for the ghosts as yeah. in do, do ghosts want visitors? Actually, Good question. Do ghosts want visitors? That kind of leads into talking about EMF readers because mm-hmm. we ha- we were given EMF readers on we this We were, which I was tour. so excited about. If you can, like, give your, like, tour people, like, a gadget. Yes. Oh, do it. Oh, my God, anything. A lantern. Like, come on, give them a lantern. Make that, them feel like, part of it. Honestly, I'd never used an EMF reader before, no. even though, like, I'm a full believer. I think I'm going to, like, invest in one now. But, like... That just solidified everything I already believed. I was like, yeah, I know I'm right. Like, it's this is exactly it. Yeah, I've got all the feelings that are happening. <laughs> the ghost feeling. That sounds like it's very romantic. <laughs> it's very romantic. You've got the feelings, the vibes right. <laughs> EMF read is going off. You know what I mean? <laughs> Okay, we're going to change the title of this episode into How to Woo a Ghost. How to Woo a Ghost. How to, how to Woo a Boo. A Boo! Ah, it's like a romantic kind of ghost. Yes! Come on! I didn't even remember what we were talking so about. about EMF readers. We got EMF readers on this ghost tour and it was fucking good because even when you're just like walking from location to location that little green light blips for a second and it's like oh yeah it was exciting and also because actually you know what I think was very clever they could have given everyone an EMF reader yeah but instead they only had about three for a tour group of about 10 Mm. which forced you to look at other people's EMF readers across the room and, and go to them and yeah. I actually think that, that that fostered that sort of community aspect of it. It was like a shared group experience. It was. It really was. And it was crazy that some of the more notoriously haunted places when she would start talking about the ghosts and the events that happened there, they would all at the same time be going off. And it's like even a skeptic couldn't really explain that because no, that's I like electromagnetic acti- activity right there. Yeah. Assuming that their EMF readers were legit. That's true. It's a level I'd be very hard to rig them so that they that go would, I feel off. Like that'd be a lot She'd more. have to be pressing like a button in and her pocket also, or something. Also, I feel like it, if it was sort of button in pocket situation, they would have gone off way more opportune times. Exactly. Like there are a lot of points where our tour guide was like, do you hear me? Is there anyone here? And it was radio silence. Yeah. Which... If, if every time she did that, there was a little blip on the EMF reader, then I'd probably be way more sceptical yeah. of that legitimacy. Yeah. But it was a really good give, – yeah, give you tour people – I feel like they were writing a guide for running tours. If they, if they give you a gadget, even if it's a lantern, you're in. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> I feel like you're in an exclusive club. It is. It's fun. You feel part of it. Like, 
I've got this lantern now. Oh my gosh. And my favorite thing is when they just like, they build it up so much and they're like, so we've left this, we've kept the spookiest place till last. And you're like, I'm so ready. Like it's yeah. been like an hour and a half. I'm, I'm so like in tune. You're in tune. You're, you've gotten the stories already. You've gotten the vibe. You're spooked. You've got this community aspect. So you're willing to, I think, pick up on other people's signals way more than you are at the beginning of a tour. Yep. Okay, now this is, I think, the biggest do of a ghost tour. If you can actually make something happen, <laughs> then that is going to really seal it into people's, people's memories. Mm. We've switched this now from being a guide for people going on ghost tours to now a guide to running a ghost tour, but oh well. Um, <laughs> if you're running a ghost tour and you can actually get some experiences happening on the tour... Yep. you're in yep that's it yeah done and I feel like as a ghost tour guide that would probably be very exciting for that to oh, happen because so that's fun. another notch on your belt you made this ghost come out tonight and say well, hi okay well here's another question for you why why do ghosts on these tours supposedly respond to a bell a dinner bell why do why does it work going hey ghosty come and give us a sign I think it depends on how much energy they have to manifest into the physical world. If I was blooping around in the ghost mm-hmm. sphere, um, I wouldn't. I kind of don't know if I'd necessarily respond to that. I'm minding my own business. I don't want just like groups of strangers coming through my space. Exactly. And then sort of calling me to them. Yeah, I think it depends on, again, the energy of the ghost. And that's kind of not just kind of the levels of energy, but what that attitude kind of is, where it's, it's like, like a, does it want to interact? It might not want to. In which case it's not going to. In which case you're not going to see a ghost. Because it is like at the end of the day it's it's a soul of a person. It's still like a human spirit. So they'll do similar things to human Temperamental. spirits. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. So ghost tours. If, if you can't get a ghost on the tour, then – I think at the very least they've got to be good stories. And like you said, maybe not necessarily lies, mm-hmm. but, you know, old old legends and old wives' tales. What's your stance on that? Yeah or no? Old legends. Because I feel like it especially – This gets into the don'ts of ghost tours for me where it's like if you're talking and talking and talking and not actually letting people feel the atmosphere of the place, feel spooked – like just kind of, I don't know, interact with the ghosts themselves. Mm-hmm. If you're just kind of, yeah, talking to them. What talking about to that tour? We did a tour together in, um, I believe it was Prague. Mm. And what about that tour? That was very rushed, spot to spot. You walk, you hear the story, you move on. I really enjoyed that. I thought that obviously I didn't expect to feel anything and I certainly didn't. Um, but it, like I said, it was a really fun way to see the city and there were some really fun stories. Yeah. So, um, I don't think she was lying about them, but I think they were definitely more legend than anything that anyone's ever witnessed. Yeah. 
But I, I had a really good time and I would definitely say that's a positive mm. ghost experience. I didn't feel anything either. Mm. I think that was because we were standing on the street and she just pointed to an apartment yeah. that <laughs> a horrible thing happened in. Yeah. And also it was like minus seven. It was so And I was borderline cold. hypothermic. Oh, my God, it was freezing. Yeah, I yeah. was very, very cold. Too cold. Too I think cold. I sandwiched myself between you guys. You need to give out guys. free hot chocolate if it's that cold and you're doing a ghost You need to, that's another do. If it's cold, free hot chocolate? give out free hot chocolates. Well, let's, let's just not – Let's drop the if it's cold. Free hot chocolate. If yeah, you're going on a ghost tour and they give you free hot chocolate, then yeah. It's a great bribe. It's a really good and romantic. Oh, yes. We're back. Yes. We're back. We're back. <laughs> BYO thermoses. Yes. Cute. Oh, I wish they'd told me that. I would have bought one. Yeah, I know. But then I guess you don't want to be like sitting in a room trying to listen to ghosts and hear someone like... <laughs> In the corner. If I was a ghost, that would piss me off. If I had groups of tours coming in that are drinking hot drinking chocolate, no I'd be like, do you really chocolate. have to rub it in, the fact that you still get to drink that, and oh. I don't because I'm dead? <laughs> I would haunt them forever. Oh, wow. oh, my God. Okay. So if you die, please, I'll be very nice to your ghost. <laughs> sort of, uh, I feel like I just wouldn't be bothered. I feel like I'd leave people alone. Because, like, if you make a big noise or bang something, then they're just going to get excited about that. Yeah. Like, it's not going to have the desired effect of, like, freaking them out and getting them to leave. No. Well, that's why I think the whole, like, provoking thing, it's a terrible idea, but it works. It will bring out ghosts because it makes it pisses them off. If mm. you're going to provoke a ghost and be like, ha-ha, you're not real, oh, look, I've made this a mess for you, then – yeah, you're probably more likely to have something happen to you. And you're not about that that vibe, about provoking ghosts. No, because it's not going to end well for you. Okay, so here's my thing, and I totally hear that and I understand that, but from a, a skeptic's mm. perspective, I any, any evidence, like even if it's a big scratch mark down your arm, is going to be more exciting than the cost of getting scratched or getting of getting possessed (laughs) but then like yeah to be honest because (laughs) i like that sounds extreme but i would okay if i if someone said to me hey i have a ghost here that's willing to possess you one i'm probably not going to believe them but i would say yes because what's the the downside is they weren't telling the truth it's not a ghost and i'm fine the positive is that they were telling the truth. It was a ghost. I am possessed. But hey, now I know that ghosts are real. And now you have an A-grade problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm possessed by one. But damn, I know. This is so cool. Like to me, the the risk um, doesn't like outweigh the I'm reward. So, I'm so excited. Yeah, come on. Do you understand what possession entails? You're not going to be you anymore. <laughs> But I could, like, come on, there's got to be it. Like, I'm not going to go on forever. I could probably figure something out. I think I could this take This is not ghost. the get out movie. <laughs> <laughs> I could take one, I think. I think I could get 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 out of that situation. But I know, oh. I'd fucking know ghosts exist. And to me, yeah. that, which is why, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, I understand the fear and the, the reluctance and the fact that it's bad. But to me, the risk of potentially letting in a, a bad spirit um, is definitely worth the reward of, of of getting evidence, of just seeing something, knowing. See, that's how I know that you've never had an experience. Although, <laughs> Although I have. You kind have. Of. I mean, yeah. That's tell us, can you okay. tell us of what happened to you at Q last, Station? It was the last spot in Q Station. So two and a half hours in and it's been pretty spooky so far. Um, there have definitely been vibes, I'll say that. Like I definitely walked into rooms and I felt it felt bad in there, um, which I can't necessarily explain. 
um, but nothing solid. And then we're in this last room, the showers. And we'd walked around it for 10 minutes, sort of nothing. I didn't even really have a vibe in there. Um, and then we were gathered together and then the tour guide was talking to us and my sleeve got tugged mm. and very solidly. And I wasn't, it was like my sleeve in the aisle. So there wasn't anything that I could have caught on. And I, I, I told you about it. I whispered it to you. Um, and yeah. if, it, look, if it had just been that thing, I probably could have dismissed it as you're amped up, your mind's playing tricks. But then about 30 seconds later, the back of that same sort of shirt got tugged and pulled down mm. very definitely. And there was no one behind me. No. Um, and it, like, okay, this is the thing. I don't have an explanation for that. Yeah. If I ha if you had to push me for one, I would say it was the end of a two and a half hour ghost tour. Like we were all hyped up. We were all in that zone. We were looking so hard for, for signals and signs. I could have like extrapolated on a tiny gust of wind or something. Um, to me, that feels slim. I, it definitely got tugged. No, it's that's not really something that your mind can make up is the feeling of your like shirt getting tugged. It was solid and it was twice. It was yeah. twice. Once I could have gone, well, you're probably exaggerating it, but it was twice and it was really solid. That being said, I, it's, I can't, I just, I can't be believe that it was a ghost. And it's, it's interesting. I want to, and I can't give you another explanation. And it's like, for all intents and purposes, I should be able to say, yes, I think it was a ghost. Mm. It's At this point, it's not my logic telling me it wasn't a ghost. It's just it's a gut feeling. There's just some gut aspect that is not able to sort of jump over that that belief. Mm. And that's so weird. I think because the EMF readers were going off like crazy after that. We were having like a full conversation uh, with and this And that was the only ghost. time on the tour where there was actually a call and response. The tour guide yep. would ask a question and – all those, all three of those EMF readers um, pinged. Yeah, we learned some things about the ghost. I think maybe this is what I was thinking: is if it manifested itself, you'd probably be more likely to believe. Is it because you can't see it that it's harder to? I mean, it's it's hard to say. I, I feel like yes, but then I feel like even if I saw something, I don't know if I'd. It's 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 at this point, it's not a logical decision. To not believe in a ghost. I want to. I really want to. I just can't. I just don't. I just don't. It's like it's like saying, can you breathe underwater? I just can't do it. As much as I want to breathe underwater, as much as I may, you know, surgically implant gills into myself, I just can't do it. Mm. It's very strange. I just, I just can't do it. It's not in... It's not in your blood. To it's not be in a my believer. blood to be a believer, which is frustrating because this shit's so cool. <laughs> I can't believe yeah, all this stuff happened to you, and it's like I and I love it so. Like, oh, mind I you, just... I had a few insta instances during that um, that tour where I honestly felt scared, chilled right down to my bones. It was just like I just remember uh, there was a part of our tour when we were in the hospital world. Ward. And the guide said, um, you know, did the whole thing, which I, I understand they have to do this because, you know, it gets people excited. But as someone who has dealt with this stuff, I'm like, please do not try and interact <laughs> with this. Engage with the You spirits. know, if there's any spirits here, please make yourselves known. I'm like, oh, no, they're going to find me. <laughs> but you're a ghost to us. <laughs> like, they're going to find me. And literally at that point. <laughs> I felt like a wind 
rush up and it was like right next to me on my right side and I just like closed my eyes and I was like I know you're there I'm just not gonna look I probably wouldn't see anything anyway yeah. but I just felt isn't that chill. what you want a ghost to afford though just to see it don't you open your eyes at that point go hey no I don't think I want to see so what, what, are you, what are you getting out of ghost tours? I then? think it's less from that ghost tour. I think it was less about me wanting to, I don't want to feel scared because mm-hmm. I already know what I know. It's like from that, I knew that if I saw something, I think it would make me very sad because I'm also very empathetic. And mm. I know a lot of these situations, these ghosts, these people have gone through horrible things and they either don't know they're dead or they're forced to relive their death. They're forced to stay in these places. And it's like, they're hanging around people because we're alive and that's really sad to me that is sad I had overwhelming sadness in that cottage like I was crying as those EMF readers were going off with those poor women who got killed in that house I really felt that I felt them there and I was like this is just so sad it's not it wasn't even scary I didn't even feel scared I was just like this is so awful like how do you help them get get someone get a priest in I don't know so so then if you're if you're not wanting to sort of feel that sadness or Mm. or fear or or whatever the emotion is going to be why do you Mm. what appeals to you about ghost tours then I think there's still a curiosity there hey Mm. where it's like I want to I I want to exercise my spidey senses I want to see if they're still okay all right (laughs) interactive and so it's like pushing yourself it's like putting yourself into that yeah that zone and going, hey, even though I might be uncomfortable, I want to see if it's if I can still do it. If I can still do it, yeah. And going with a skeptic is very fun too. Highly recommend anyone who's going on a ghost tour. Go with if you're a believer. I'll go with you. Go I'll with go. A I want to do every ghost tour in the world. And if you're a skeptic, go with a believer because you yes, will have 100%. some very interesting conversations. And from a skeptical perspective as well, going with a believer, you're just gonna be in the like. You go with a bunch of skeptics. There's bound to be someone there making jokes and not taking it seriously. Which is which you know if that's the vibe, then that's the vibe. But going with believers you're going to be um mm. you're just going to be that much more sort of invested i suppose yeah um so i, I guess that's ghost tours we, we've kind of you know moved away from the point of it but a ghost tour is good i feel like we, we have to say yes now yeah these revelations i mean i was always gonna i love a good ghost tour and look even the really 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 shit one um i went on at least i i came away from it, i think with a with a few stories yeah is that what it's all about you come away with it with a good story I mean to me that's I think what all this is it's just stories isn't it I just I just love a good story and to me there's a few stories better than the stories of the afterlife like that's such an innate human interest exactly that's what it all is and that's that's to me it's it's collecting these stories and if you feel something or experience something that just makes that that much more immersive yeah, it's like it's it's like a way to get out and go. Hey, I'm, I'm living other people's stories and hearing these fantastic mm. things that have happened. Um, so even if it's going to be shit, like do it, just do it. If you look at something on a Friday night and there's a ghost tour available, just go do it. Yeah, because as I was saying to you, one of the funniest things was while I was telling people before that we were going to go do this ghost tour. It's so interesting. A lot of the responses are like, "Oh, I don't believe in that," but let me tell you about this story that I heard, isn't this like spooky and freaky? And it's like, it just, it breeds interest, interest and curiosity. And I think that's innate in everybody. This, this mm. fascination in, in some aspect of the afterlife. For some people that like manifests as a deep fear mm. and for other people, it's a curiosity. And I think those are like probably the same opposite sides of the same coin. Yeah. And it's just so 
even if it's going to be a shit ghost tour, it'll at the very least you're going to get a good story. You and are. that's that's worth it to me. I think so. So final verdicts. Yeah, do it. It might be expensive, but like especially if you're traveling, I've got two rules for traveling. One is always do the ghost tour and always go to the wax museum. So if you're there and you've got an extra night, you know what to do? Do a ghost tour. Come on. At least, you, you know, at the very least yeah. have a few wines. I think at the very least you'll find out a bit about yourself and what you actually believe because you won't know until you're actually put in a room where someone says, you know, 10 people have died here and it's allegedly haunted from these reports. You won't, if you're on the fence about something, you'll, you'll know. Once you're in that room, you'll be like, oh, nah, or yes, I felt something. You'll have a conversation with yourself. So you should do it. Get get um, philosophical. That's the word. Yeah. Get philosophical with yourself. Yeah. And go on the ghost tour. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to do another one. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to Nash. <laughs> Come on. Just, yeah, do it. Uh, if it's bad, then it's it's like a couple hours of your life and you'll have a laugh at the end. Just do it. Learn something. If it's bad... Don't blame the ghosts, okay? That's the bottom line. Thank you. <laughs> this has been the Hoke Poke Pod. I'm Emily. And I'm Erica. We'll see you next time. you've reached the end of the episode thank you so much for listening and if you like what you've heard it would be fantastic if you could rate us or leave a review or better yet show us to some of your friends get the word out there about this spooky little podcast if you want to know more about us or this episode you can visit our website thehokepokepod.com.au we post updates links episodes and any references we've mentioned you'll be able to find them right there we'd like to say a huge thank you to Giamo Timble for the amazing graphics and art that he's made for the podcast as well as our undying appreciation to Robert P. Kelly our marvellous and ever patient editor we love you, Rob. And finally, if you'd like to contact us, you can send us an email at hokepokepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Feedback, episode suggestions, whatever takes your fancy, we will be there. Thank you so much for the support and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.